0: But what we want to do is just take a few minutes and we really felt led this morning to share some testimony about the Thanksgiving outreach that we had last weekend. Is that good with everybody? We, we thought, man, like we're coming out of Thanksgiving and we're coming out of our biggest kind of outreach of the year and so we got a, a couple of people that are just going to come up and share briefly their heart on that and their experience. But even more than that, y'all, We want to take time just to celebrate what God is doing all over the earth. Church, look at me. God is moving all over the earth. Lives are being changed. People are getting saved. He's moving by his spirit, and with his spirit comes power. God is moving all over the earth in power. And, it's, and we just want to celebrate it and I don't know I, I just want to say this real quick I don't know if you uh if you remember or follow Alexandria Rainey. She was a part of this church, still is part of the Young Adult group on fire, hungry for more Jesus, hungry to share the gospel. Three months ago, we laid hands on her and sent her to the Ron Harbonke School of Evangelism boot camp in Orlando, and she has been there the past three months, and Caroline and I get text messages, calls, pictures we follow on Instagram. I mean, the the city of Orlando is being Transformed. Like hundreds and hundreds since she's been there have given their life to Jesus. And she just got back from Ghana, Africa, where thousands gave their life to Jesus. Thousands received healing. And I'm not talking about just kind of any kind of healing. It's all good. But I like tumors disappearing. She is like, and she's sending us these reports. And I just want to remind you, man, God's moving all over the earth. And that includes Birmingham, Alabama. He loves the city, and he wants to see every person in this city come to know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. He has a heart for this city. Do you believe it? We live in the city, and we get to play a role in it. We get to be vessels, mouthpieces that he moves through. And so we're we're just going to share just a few testimonies, and I I thought I would kick things off. I I wanted to kind of share with you, Just something really exciting so we can celebrate. I don't want to miss this opportunity to celebrate this. But at the beginning of the year, you know, we started or opened up a food pantry here at Arise. And those of you that, uh, most of you here know about it. If you're new, this might be new information to you. But you've been pouring in and bringing food to feed people. And I just want to make this announcement. And this includes the Thanksgiving outreach. This year, we have taken groceries to 350 families in our community. (laughs) 350 families We deliver groceries and I I, would, I can t- you can rest assured. Just about all, if not all, of those families that we've delivered groceries through, we had an opportunity to pray over, to love on, to share the gospel with. Some of those families and people gave their life to Jesus as we were sharing the gospel, delivering groceries. show. isn't that amazing? I like I, I cannot tell you what God has done in my heart this year through that food pantry. My heart is just so overwhelmed at his heart for the needy, for the broken, for the least of these, for the orphan, for the widow. It's like, I mean, and I would say really the past three, four months specifically, the Holy Spirit has just taken me scripture after scripture and highlighted the heart of Jesus for the least of these. And my heart is just, you know, when you pray, Jesus, give me your heart, that's a big part of it. Taking care of, man, the needy, giving clothes. To those that are naked. Giving shelter that, to the homeless. Sharing your food with the hungry. And not hiding from your relatives who need your help. This is a huge part of the heart of Jesus. To the point where in Matthew twenty-five forty, Jesus says. And what you do for the least of these. You actually do unto me. So when we share. When we give. When we feed. We're sharing and giving and feeding Jesus himself. That's how big his heart is for this. Isn't that amazing? And then what I've also discovered is that this feeding people, releasing, sharing our food with those that are in need also presents such an incredible opportunity to meet spiritual needs, to bring people into an encounter with the love of Jesus. And if I could be vulnerable with you, at the beginning of the year, you know, we, we knew as a fivefold we were supposed to start a food pantry and, and invite you guys to start bringing food and, and to do this. But I remember I was sitting Back there at the food pantry. By the way, if you haven't seen the food pantry, you should walk back there after the service. You'll be blessed. And I was sitting at a little desk back there. I had my Bible on the desk. And and Dad and I had went to Home Depot and we got all these shelves to put the food on. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at all these shelves. And I'm like, man, Holy Spirit, you know, here we go what is this actually supposed to look like? And it was that same feeling that I had about seven and a half years ago when we started our our Rise Birmingham Street ministry. And we knew that when we started this church, when the fivefold, we knew that it was not just gonna be about us coming to church, but us going to be the church. And that evangelism is gonna be a big part of that. The church, listen to me, do you understand? It's so much easier to go and be the church than it is to try to get people to come to church. I promise. But but when we're going to be the hands and feet and loving and serving and feeding and sharing and laying hands on the sick and God is moving, then they will look look at you and go, Who are you? Where are you from? What church do you go to? They will want what you have. It is easier to go and be than try to get to come. Are you with me? So we knew that this was a huge part in the heart of lives. So we're going to we're going to go out and do it and so I called Jeremy one day. Right after we started church, I said, "Hey bro." He goes, "Hey bro." I said, "Bro, we we got to we got to go we got to go do this outreach thing. We got to start." He goes, "I know, I've been thinking about it." And so we start talking. We're like, what does this look like? (laughs) And we start trying to get ideas and make plans. But we both came to the conclusion that we don't necessarily know what it looks like, but it's supposed to look like something. And in order for it to look like something, it's got to start somewhere. So we both said right there on the phone, we said, well, this Sunday, why don't we just announce we're going to start street ministry and invite people to come the following Saturday to go out and pray for people. That was it. And so we've, seven and a half years, we've done this second Saturday of every month. We've gone out and shared the gospel, and we've seen lives change. And I was faced with that same thing sitting back there in the food pantry at the beginning of the year. It's the Holy Spirit, what does this look like? And he reminded me, hey, it looks like something. And in order for it to look like something, why don't you start somewhere? So the following Sunday, I made an announcement. This is back in February. Hey, bring food to the food pantry. We're going to feed people. And y'all did. Y'all, it's been incredible. Our first food ministry outreach was to Woodlong. We carried 30 big bags of groceries to 30 families in Woodlong. And if I'm not mistaken, one person got healed during that outreach, and one person gave their life to Jesus. It was awesome, y'all. Listen, sometimes, and I think this is true, especially for evangelism, it's like we're waiting on God to show us every little detail, but he's just waiting on us to go. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's the same thing the Holy Spirit's like, if you'll go, I'll go with you and show you what it looks like along the way. Are you with me? The Bible says a man plans his way, but the Lord determines his steps. And I think especially when it comes to evangelism, the go in the gospel, the Holy Spirit's like, you get to step in, and I'll determine what these steps look like. I'll move with you, and we'll make this thing happen for the glory of God. Amen? Look at me, church. I didn't mean to even preach a message this morning, but God can't steer a parked car. It's great that you got the car. It's even great that you might be in the car. You can even crank the car up. It can be fired up. You can be fired up. But it's not until you put it in drive and press the gas that you actually begin to go somewhere and afford the Holy Spirit an opportunity to steer it. Are you with me? As we go, he goes. As we act, God begins to act. I promise it's the heart of who who God is. He's a God of action. As we go, he goes. Are you happy this morning? Oh, man. And so this whole year has just been so incredible with this this food ministry. Thank you for sowing in, ultimately for sowing in and believing in the gospel of Jesus. That's what this food pantry is. It's the go in the gospel. And so thank you so much. And we also, you know, we I'll share this too. We we have seen this year twenty seven people in our outreaches give their life to Jesus. Isn't that awesome? Now now I'll, I'll be vulnerable with you. Like my goal, I had goals at the beginning of the year. My goal was to feed two hundred families, and we fed three fifty. But it was my 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 goal for salvation was two hundred and fifty people. And there's only 27. And you might go, Wes, are you discouraged by that? How could I be when 27 gave their life to Jesus? Next year, I might up it even more. Are you with me? So it's just exciting, you guys. And then we I started at the beginning of the year keeping up with how many people got healed. And I just stopped. We've had so many people either feel better or, or uh, get better or be completely healed. And it's just incredible, man. And so... Uh, just exciting, and so I, I want to just jump in to the testimonies now. Our biggest outreach of the year is the Thanksgiving outreach. We delivered eighty Thanksgiving meals to families in our community, and it was just such an incredible time. And so I, I want I want to start with uh, my sister, actually Carly, and uh, her. I asked her, she and uh, her husband Jonathan and two, and, uh, two boys and little girl went to deliver Thanksgiving meals. And uh, I just asked her if she would come and share her experience with. It. If you didn't know, this is mine and Jeremy's sister. You could come up here. Yes, she she leads the worship uh, for our children. She's just in, in, incredible. She's such a light. So,
1: um. So Wesley asked me to share, and immediately I was like, "Well, yeah, it was great, but you know, nothing major happened." And the Lord was like, wait a second, <laughs> something major happened. Uh, these precious families received a meal that they didn't know if they were going to have. They received Jesus. They received prayer. And that is major. <laughs> um, so we um, delivered our first meal, and it was a sweet mom and her kids and um, She was just so thankful and we asked what she needed prayer for and she just asked that we would pray for their health. They had been sick and she said that it was like one after another. It was not the same time and so she had to take off work and be home with the kids and it was just a really hard time and so we um, prayed for her and as we were praying for her, I felt like the Lord just wanted me to tell her that there is so much hope in Jesus, that in those moments, it can feel so hopeless, and you can just feel like, am I ever going to get out of this, but there's so much hope and comfort in Jesus, and she just received it, and was just so kind, and I just think about her every day, She was it was such an awesome moment with her, and um, then we went to another home, and the girl actually wasn't there, it was her roommate. And um, she came out, and you can tell she was really nervous and unsure and didn't really know what was going on. And we um, gave her the food, and we asked if there was anything we could pray for. And she was like, no, no. And we were like like laying it out, like finances, health, like anything we want to pray for you. And she was like, no, no. And so we left. We got back in the car all buckled in, and my son Ezra he said, Uncle Wes said that if someone doesn't want us to pray for them, that you still pray for them as soon as you get in the car. And so we, uh, we stopped, and of course we prayed and just blessed them, And but that day was so special just for our kids to go with us and to see that they can serve and love and bless and encourage and pray for people just as well as we can. And um, so it was a really special day for us. And I asked Wes if I could kind of do a side note off of that. Um, the, next, the next day, last Sunday, um, Arise did a service at the Love Lady Center, it was incredible, I'm sorry I'm, I, I'm still not over it I'll, I don't think I'll ever get over <laughs> that night and that weekend But um, we took our Joyful Ones And if you don't know who the Joyful Ones are They are our, our older girls in our children's ministry And they do the dances And um, I help with them and lead them And they're just so incredible and special And, um, anyway, so we took them and they did a couple of dances and those women just received, oh, they received from those girls and it was just such a beautiful, beautiful night. And in the middle of some of their songs, Jeremy, um, gave out some words of knowledge and, um, everybody just started praying over each other and praying and, um, I'm sitting on the edge of the stage and with the girls and they just get up. <laughs> and they start going to these women and saying, "What can I pray for you? How can I pray for you? How can I love on you?" And I mean these girls are 9, 10, 11 and 12 and they were so bold and they got up and they prayed for these women and they were praying over this one specific story. There's so many testimonies. Um, but they were praying over this woman and she was crying. They were crying. I was crying. It was just a moment. And I got to sit there and witness it. And, um, Jeremy said, okay, is there anybody that can tell, like, have you been healed? Can you move around? Can you feel if you've been physically healed? And, this lady that these precious girls were praying over said, my whole body is healed. (laughs) And she was moving her legs and her arms, and I heard her say, I could go run around the block. And um, it was just an incredible moment. And those girls, I mean, it lit a fire. They were like, can we come back next week? (laughs) And it was such an incredible time because I'm sitting here and I'm seeing these girls and our children going out doing the Thanksgiving outreach and these are our kids in our ministry <laughs> they are so powerful and they are so willing and ready to love and encourage and to pray and they expect healing when they pray for healing <laughs> and that is so powerful so thank you, thank you.
0: Come on. Isn't that so good? Kids don't know any better when they pray for people. They just just believe in the Lord, man. They know. They believe. They have faith. They know what's going to happen. Y'all, isn't that awesome, man? If we'll just make ourselves willing and available, man, God will move. He will work. I want you to notice one thing that Carly said. They, They didn't get to pray for a family, but they went back in the car and prayed. Y'all, listen, the success of any outreach is not determined by the miracle that you see or the salvation or even an opportunity to pray with the person, you know, face to face. The success is already predetermined by God. Just our willingness to step out of faith and go, God calls that a success, we get to trust that the Holy Spirit will take care of the rest. As we go, as we love, as we knock on the door, as we drop the meal off, whatever happens, you can trust the Holy Spirit will move, seeds will be planted, momentums will be created, people will be touched. Amen! Isn't that good? And then it also just reminds me when they were praying in the car that they get to pray with the person, person to person, but nobody's safe from the gospel of Jesus Christ because we have the power of prayer. So incredible, uh, okay, Dave, you'll come, bro. Uh, I asked David um, to come up and just share his experience, man, of going out last week delivering Thanksgiving meals. Now, this Dave and I, we have this, this is my drummer guy right here, and we just connect on that. And but I'm gonna tell you, this guy's heart is one of the most genuine men of God I've ever met in my entire life. He's just awesome, pure-hearted. So I just asked Dave to share for a second.
2: Yeah, um, no, uh, I went to the turkey delivery thing um, and i I personally hadn't been like on like a outreach in a long time of like just going with the body and and really giving of your time and it's it's really cool and humbling honestly just to do that again and remind yourself and sometimes we need a good reminder of of what it is but I've also been like pondering what it is to like do that as a lifestyle, like Wes talks about every Sunday, but like just really, as you're out and about like every like you can look around the room, like everyone in this room has a purpose, has a destiny in god and and, and he's sewn that into each and every one of us in this room. that is fascinating to me that God is so big, and he has orchestrated everything Amen. in. Each and every one of you's life it's really cool to watch that from this point of view because I get to see all of your faces but but I've been like pondering that of like what it means to like live that out like when you're going to the gas station and you are buying sour patch kids, and the guy next to you is also buying sour patch kids you i it kind of resonated with me like in the turkey're just going call it Turkey delivery day um, but like you get one chance to, like, encounter someone. Most of the time, 90% of the time, you won't ever see that person again, probably. And uh, there, I'll tell you a story. One time I was at Winn-Dixie, and this is not a prayer story. I'm sorry. I didn't heal somebody. But I was <laughs> backing out of my parking space in my car by myself. But, and this guy was also backing out of his parking space. And I didn't realize that I was in his way and he definitely did. And so (laughs) I was backing up, and he was very mad at me. And I was like, oh, sorry. And so I like just backed further away to get out of his way so that we could both pull away. And he did not do something very nice to me at all. I won't say what it was, but (laughs) he was not very nice about it. And so I was like, man, it kind of wrecked me. I wasn't offended by it, but it kind of wrecked me like, you know, what is going on in his life that caused him to react that way yeah. and just kind of praying for him in that way like what, what's, what's he dealing with but also like I will never see him again and he will never see me again yet yeah, that was our only interaction and kind of leaving a taste in someone's mouth that way like it's, it's it weighed heavy on me in the opposite direction of we get one chance to like encounter someone sometimes like what are we going to leave a mark on yeah. How, how can we instill the Lord or the light in that person? And really just the whole turkey delivery day uh, was that. And we nothing miraculous happened, but we did get to encounter a lot of people and love on a lot of people. There's one family that wasn't there because they had just moved. And this other family that didn't even know who Arise was, was there. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. We couldn't give her the turkey because someone had already claimed it. But... We did get to pray for her, and she was blessed, and she wanted to come to the church, and she was blessed by our, our presence, just by the Lord orchestrating that, in my opinion, but, but really just wanted to stoke the fire in you to just say, hey, we get one chance sometimes to actually look someone in the eyes and tell them who they are if they don't know, and so anyway, it was really, really encouraging time. I had a blast.
0: Amen. So good, isn't it? One chance, man. Let's take it. Amen. John Z, where's John Z? Oh man, it's my brother right here. Uh, I invited John Z to come up and share uh, just for uh, his heart for just a second too. And and John Z, if he has a daughter Michelle, and they started coming to our church back in the summer, and their testimony in and of itself is just so powerful. But this man is 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 on fire. I don't think since they've been coming, I don't think he's missed an outreach. And he said, Wes, if I'm if missing outreach, I'm dead in a ditch somewhere on the side of the road. You, you, you need you need to come call and check on me. But that's just who he is. He's possessed by Jesus. It's so incredible. And Z and Michael went out together last weekend to the Latino community and delivered 16 Thanksgiving meals. Johnsy's really fluent in Spanish. So it's awesome. So anyway, this is my brother right here.
3: Yeah, Michael. I don't know. He doesn't speak Spanish too good, so Wes had to send me out to interpret. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, uh, we, uh, yeah, we yeah we delivered sixteen turkeys. We didn't see like miracle signs and wonders. Literally all day, we were just throwing turkeys and seeds like everywhere we went. It was that that was like the theme of the day, and so. Uh, but but as we were going house to house to deliver the turkey, we would make excuses. We'd see somebody in the street, and we'd make an excuse to talk to them so we could witness to them. And so I just got two little seed testimonies. One was a guy, we, we were really lost in the trailer park, so we stopped and we said, hey, how do you get to this house? And we said, hey, Jesus loves you. And, and he just immediately, like, said, I hate Jesus. I don't want anything to do with Jesus. And he just went on and talked for, like, Ten or fifteen minutes about why he doesn't want anything to do with Jesus, and me and Michael just stood there and we listened. We didn't interrupt. We didn't. We didn't do anything. We just listened to him. And about ten or fifteen minutes in, he said, "He said, man, y'all are just calm and y'all are listening to me. Most of the time, Christians argue with me when I tell them this stuff, and we just listened to him. And that was the seed that we had. And um, so that was that's what I mean. It was just like seeds of love all day. and and then we went to um, one of the last houses we went to. W- when we walked in, like me and Michael both, we didn't have to say it to each other. We felt it like it was a young lady. She had like five or six kids in this tiny house, and she was, she was young. And, um, man, it was, uh, it was so heavy. Like you could just feel like the burden um, that she was carrying. So uh, we got to pray for her. You know, Michael prayed for her, and we were praying the oppression to get broken off and everything. And she was stoic. She didn't show any emotion. She didn't seem like the prayer touched her. There was no, like, Shekinah Glory presence or nothing. It was just like none of us felt anything, and we left. And we got in the car, and we looked at the next piece of paper, and the next p- delivery was to her house. So it was like a double delivery for her house. And if anybody needed two turkeys, it was this lady. So we knocked on the door. She let us come back in the house again. And when we're deli- laying the second turkey in box down, she was just, like, breaking down in tears so that was another seed of love and so what i really got out of it at the end of the day me and michael riding down the road and michael was telling me this story and in the story he said that jesus would receive the reward of his suffering and um man it like hit me i don't know if it was that day or the day after but it was like that every person is a treasure like every person is a gold coin and that is the reward for jesus like that's his reward and and Like, store up your treasures in heaven. Like, what are we storing up? Souls. I mean, this is life. This is what this is all about. This is all we take with us, our souls. So um, I'm so thankful for this church. It's a refuge. I'm so grateful, man, for Wes and for the street ministry. I prayed for this, to have a group to go out in. This is a dream come true. Y'all were thanking me for giving turkeys out, and I was like, man, I want to thank y'all for letting me be part of this. I mean, this is life, you know, so... I don't get a whole lot done in my everyday life if I just do this. So sometimes I have to pull back. But if I pull back, I don't feel like I'm living. Like if, as long as I'm doing this, I'm alive. So I love you, man. You're awesome and everybody here. That's so good, isn't it? Don't hold
0: anything back. yourself every day just spend it man for the gospel of Jesus the harvest field is so plentiful and everywhere we go they're, they're, we're in one you you I say this all the time but you don't have to go far to change the world our willingness to take time for the one like David John Z. Carter we were all we've all been saying our willingness to take time for the one is what it looks like to change the world That one person, that is God's world. So much so that he sent his son Jesus to die for that person. Are you with me? Man, I just implore you, man, this morning, man, like this doesn't stop. Yeah, we had a great big Thanksgiving outreach, but our lifestyle, David mentioned, our lifestyle gets to be an outreach, a lifestyle of evangelism. I want to invite Steve and and Aaron and David to come back up. And and we're just going to go after this one more worship song together, and this is going to be our, I, I, I asked Steve to play that Here Am I song again. I don't know what it's called, Steve, but this is going to be our anthem this morning, okay? Here Am I, send me, I will go to bless, to touch, to change the world. It's who we are. I, and as Steve starts to play too uh, this is it's so cool as, you're, as we're worshiping as we're uh, just thinking about and the Holy Spirit's firing us up to go you know because the Spirit is in the room you can receive too you can receive I love when, when we share testimony too the testimony of Jesus of what he did is also the Spirit of prophecy what God did in our does in our outreach is what he does when we see God move, He wants to do it again for you. And he, he not only can, He will. This morning as as we're praying uh, and, and singing and worshiping this last little bit, man, you can also just receive. What do you need this morning? I had just a few words of knowledge, if it's okay. I know we're, we're, we're close on time right now, but I saw... Uh, Jeremy mentioned it earlier, and then somebody came up and gave me a note before the church started of a, of a uh, kind of a word of knowledge, prophetic word. But I saw the word loneliness. Man, if you're here and you're feeling lonely, it's probably already gotten take, taken care of because of the ha, ha, ha. But if for whatever reason, man, you're here and you're feeling Lonely. I kept hearing it last night too, Man, I just want to declare over you, man, that God is with you. Just as simple as that. God is with you. His son Jesus is with you. The Holy Spirit is here, and ready to meet you right where you are. And I just pray right now in the name of Jesus that, God, you would overwhelm right now lonely hearts right now. You would bring your love, your wraparound love, and your presence and your comfort, and you would remind any lonely heart, God, that they're not really alone because you are with them and that you will see them through. And then the, the other word I just saw and heard was just the word tired. If you're here and you're tired, man, uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 says, Come to me, all you are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Church, rest comes from Jesus Christ. If you're tired, he wants to give you rest. And I just release right now in the name of Jesus the rest God right now the rest that comes from knowing that he's with you he's for you he's working all things for the good he's walking with you every step of the way I just release rest over your spirit and heart right now and then I saw a pain in the back of a a right knee behind your right knee if that's you man I just pray in the name of Jesus that that pain would leave right now in Jesus name and that a healing power would come right now in the back of your right knee. And then also right now, this is a, a funny one, but I'm just gonna go for it. I, I kept hearing L6 and I looked up L6 and that bone actually really doesn't exist. <laughs> it says it's very uncommon, but some people can have an extra bone right before their tailbone. If or Maybe it's your tailbone. If you have pain in that or that is an issue or if you're one of the uncommon things, you have that bone, I, and you need healing this morning man I pray in the name of Jesus Christ right now that your L6 or your tailbone or whatever's going on would line up with heaven right now in Jesus name that you would be healed right now by the blood of Jesus Christ that is still flowing can we all stand up right now if that was one of you in the words of knowledge and you want prayer this morning man I'm available and I want to invite David's on the drums but Carly and Johnsy will you come back up here as we worship you come back up here too and if you need prayer this morning may you come find one of us we'd love to pray over you I'm going to pray and then we're just going to close out and worship we're a little past 12 so um, stay for a few minutes and then go grab your kids God we love you so much thank you for your presence thank you for this morning God thank you that you're moving all over this earth in such power God we thank you that we get to be a part of it And God, I just pray that we we, we would not hold anything back, that we would go into a harvest field, that we would spend ourselves for the gospel of Jesus Christ. We thank you that lives will be touched and changed even this week as we go into the harvest field. God, we give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise for who you are, for what you've done this year, and we go ahead and anticipate what you're going to do. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, amen.